0: This episode of First Encounter contains spoilers for the video game Final Fantasy 7. If you have not played this game, first off, what are you doing? Don't be like me. And second, go play it instead of listening to us. We'd also like to take a second just to remind you that we are in no way, shape, or form affiliated with or sponsored by Square. Just a couple of guys trying to have fun with a cool video game. Previously on First Encounter. Today we started off with us going through the act of actually falling and listening to the exchange that happens seemingly in Cloud's mind and with Aerith as he falls. Kind of escape through the church, have a good time. Um, Have a few minutes on the roof just to catch our breath and then we run off through kind of a junkyard. Aerith says, oh, that was the same rank as my first boyfriend. Her first boyfriend had Mako eyes because he was part of the soldier program. We kind of get the gist that um, Tifa's probably been taken as one of three girls chosen daily to visit the dawn. This kicks off a brilliant idea by Aerith, which is, Hey, Cloud, what if you looked like a lady? Then you could get in. And Cloud's like, no! And Aerith's like, come on, don't you want to save Tifa? Oh, so Tifa's undercover. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we get some exposition from Don Corneo at this point about what's happening. Basically, we find out that Heidegger of Shinra has a plan to uh, weaken the supports over Sector 7 because they've discovered that the uh, Avalanche hideout is located somewhere in Sector 7, but they don't know exactly where. So they figure, hey, we'll weaken the supports on the plate and just let the plate drop onto Sector 7. The fuck? And now, let's press start.
1: kind of podcast and audio experience coming at your ears this is now an asmr podcast how's everyone doing out there
0: do you know what asmr means no i don't me either <laughs> <laughs> i know what it is like I've, I've seen it and like listened to it but i don't actually know what it stands i've for. never looked it up
1: this is really good by the way
0: yeah so uh hey what you drinking uh you gave it to me That's right. I I wasn't looking at the label. This is um, the Fred Red Ale from Upper Pass Beer Company, made right here in Vermont. This is described as an easy-drinking red ale hopped with Centennial and Chinook. Fred's Reds is brewed with a blend of darker malts that meet in the middle of the road to create perfect balance. Uh, Fun fact, this was created in tribute to a late dairy farmer who was a very popular, well-known figure in Vermont (laughs) um, named Fred. And this is his likeness on the can. It's a
1: jolly looking fellow. But why don't we talk about some Final Fantasy? What's that? (laughs) Henny. Please.
0: (laughs) The look on your face was so good. Did I spit on your
1: face? No. Okay. So we play Final Fantasy today. Yeah. Uh, last time, previously, we left. Where did we leave off last time? Absolutely. It was
0: after um, we found out that they were going to drop the plate. Oh, we made it to the train graveyard. Yep, train graveyard. So yeah. last
1: time we talked to Don Corneo, our new, Ugh. our favorite sponsor of this podcast. Um, Chris's special actual thanks, hero. <laughs> special thanks to Don Corneo. Um More like Don Hornio? Oh my God! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> How much would you pay me to get a Don <laughs> Corneo tattoo?
0: Was a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> i literally cannot bring myself to do that because he is an absolute scumbag yeah but holy shit like all right (laughs) we're gonna go off on a little tangent here real quick take me away what would your first impression be if you walked up to someone say at a convention you know like so a place where you're expecting to see like a ton of nerdy tattoos like i don't know like whenever i go to a convention i always see like master Swords, triforces you know um pokeballs pikachus as tattoos sure not that I can say much. I have a fucking Haunter tattooed on my leg and a Shy Guy, and I just got a Beholder tattoo as well. So, but back to my original tangent. What would you think of walking up to a person and just seeing a big old Don Corneo tattoo right on their forearm? Like, full-colored, it's a good tattoo. Let's just say it's a really well-done tattoo.
1: executed. Yeah. Uh, man, I'd, I'd probably be...
0: Would you interact? Would you approach to talk? Uh... Because he might approach you. He, cause, you know like, what I would do? You're,
1: you're wearing a t-shirt. You've got Genova on your arm. Assuming I don't have this. You okay. know what I would probably do? Is I'd approach him and be like, you know, cool tattoo. Who's, who's this guy? Oh, And like then have him them like, like, you know, described on Corneo to me. And then depending on how he goes about that, that's what would influence my reaction. That
0: is hilarious because that's one of my favorite things to do to like subvert people that I think are pieces of shit. Like I've had people tell me like really offensive jokes before and I'll just say, oh, I don't I don't get it. Can you like walk me through it? And like, especially if it's like a racist joke, like, oh, it's because and you're like, yeah, okay. Um, I don't. That's not funny. And it's really funny to watch people break that way.
1: So anyway, Final Fantasy Seven. So Final Fantasy VII, Uh I was going to ask you how you felt about this run-through compared to the last one with Wall Market. The vibe is so much different. Like, going from Wall
0: Market and Don Corneo and, like, all that, like, that elicited such a strong reaction from me that it was really hard for me to just suddenly pivot to, like, pure plotline story.
1: Yeah,
0: Um. yeah. Shinra fucking sucks. This is like the first... Like, we've seen like the Turks not being great and like President Shinra was like, oh, like, fuck you guys, like, fall off the cliff. He could have just been, you know, one person that was bad. Then we get into the scene of um, him with some of his governors talking about dropping the plate, Heidegger and uh, Reeves, and just not having remorse about committing a domestic terrorist act and then blaming it on avalanche they oh god they just suck and like ah uh, i'm gonna get okay. i guess i felt stronger about this than i thought like now that we're talking about it, it's digging up but yeah shinra sucks i have a feeling like sephiroth is going to be that over the top evil when we get there i assume i don't know but i assume he's going to be that over the top comical you're never going to meet someone like this kind of comical is probably not the right word but you know like just just too much yeah president shinra he could be the fucking president of your company that you work for. Super believable, super good villain. Um, I wish I remembered more about Advent Children, but I'm also glad I don't remember more about Advent Children because I want to know more about the Turks in particular. Sure. Because they seem like they're going to be the dirtiest of the dirty, like, task masters, right? Like, yeah. like um, I keep so fucking thinking Axel. <laughs> God damn it. What's his name? Let's just run with it. Axel. Axel. So Axel is just. But Reno. <laughs> Reno, thank you. Good God. I remember him not being, like, a true villain in Advent Children. Um, I'm just curious to see, kind of, like, if they have a turnaround. Because they don't seem unredeemable. But, like, the way they're described is, like, they commit some very gnarly tasks for Shinra. Like, saying So Tseng, um, you know, yeah, he's kidnapping Aerith. He's probably redeemable. I don't know that, but he, he is. I really want to learn more about the Turks. Yeah. But... I do think President Shinra is an absolute piece of shit. I'm hoping that he, something happens and like either he feels remorse or he just dies in the most brutal way possible. I don't feel like it's going to be something like where we get to kill him. It's probably going to be Sephiroth if he dies. Cause I know like, I do know vaguely that there's like, that Sephiroth's not really part of Soldier anymore either or part of the Shinra organization. And I feel like there's kind of a dual villainry going on like against Cloud. Like Cloud and Avalanche is the good people still terrorists but you know they're they're doing things for the greater good which you know all that comes with but i think there's it's like cloud versus shinra and then it's going to turn out to be oh no shinra is not good but sephiroth's worse somehow um don't really know why or how that would be we'll get there hopefully soon it's not going to be anytime soon
1: (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there um let's (laughs) let's start getting into the episode so we left off in the train graveyard
0: this place is horrifying.
1: Yeah, it's real creepy. I wanna,
0: I wanna stop and talk to you for a second about something, Chris. Let's get real. Let's let's rap
1: about. It. <laughs> let's rap about this.
0: What do you think has to happen in a train yard for <laughs> one train to be on top of two other trains in the manner that it is? I think that's just where they dock. I I don't know that you know much about trains, and I don't think that this is how trains work. And, What are those? What the fuck are those? (laughs) They're little moles with
1: mandibles? They look like uh, bunnies with- Mandibles? Yeah. I thought those were horns until I saw the- The serrations? Yeah. Is that the way you say that I guess? It's real awful. Oh wow. What is that? I don't know. It's even worse from the front. That is a nightmare. It's a mammal insect.
0: Mammal insect is probably the worst (laughs) thing you've ever said. I'm sure it is not.
1: So. What happens is we get to the pillar. There's a couple of people at the base, and Barrett is up at the top of the pillar. Right. Tief asks Aerith to find Marlene and take her out of Sector 7, and uh, Tief and Cloud decide to go up the pillar and support yep. Barrett.
0: We made it! The pillar's still standing! Wait, here's something above us? What? Gunfire? Is the gunfire avalanche fighting back against guards, or are guards just shooting at the pillar? Well,
1: you recognize that guy up there? No. Uh, well, you will. That's Barrett oh yeah
0: okay oh because that's uh wedge (gasps) oh is wedge okay oh wedge no i gotta go commit some murder
1: is wedge dead yeah as far as we know at this point wow that's really upsetting yeah so wedge uh we see him fall off the pillar i have more emotion than i expected like i'm kind of like tearing
0: up a little (laughs) bit right now um I hate you. I want you to know that for making me play this game. It's so good. I'm sucked in, dude. Um, And then I think we continue up the pillar a little bit. Jessie's kind of, like, injured, and I think she says something like, Cloud came, like, we need your help and everything. Like, Barrett's up at the top. I think we run into Biggs at some point, too, on there. Um, Basically, just the members, Mm -hmm. the known members of Avalanche are are there. Um, So then we continue up, and we get to the top of the plate, and Barrett's just fucking kicking ass Mm because Barrett's the man. Just machine gunning down Shinra soldiers, and uh, we decide to join in with him. And we see Reno. Oh no, it's a helicopter again! <laughs> God damn it! Who's that? Who guy? the fuck is that? Oh, Reno, son of a bitch! I thought his hair was more red. No one get in the way of Reno and the Turks. Oh, I want to see Reno's actual design. Oh, he's cool. I'm gonna try to steal shit from him though, because he probably has cool stuff. <laughs> Nothing to steal
1: so a helicopter kind of flies by and reno hops off it and he runs and sets a bomb at the, at at, the, pillar, at the pillar yeah and... the, at the weak point we presume sure and he says something along the lines of don't fuck up with the bomb because
0: as soon as you try to tamper with it it's gonna go yep kicks his ass like the little piece of shit he is yep I, I remember one thing from when we played that that stuck out to me was you saying hey remember why you asked why you would need to attack yourself that's why yep. <laughs> like literally that triangle is why
1: yeah
0: um so that was fun that wasn't that hard of a boss battle no it was it was fine like i I think i managed my way through it fairly well and i'm not good at video games so (laughs) there's that um so after we defeat reno he kind of he runs down the pillar and that's when sang on a helicopter uh floats up to the platform and he's like hey fuckers Oh, uh, that's, that's so Sang. <laughs> so, so Sang. Hey, fuckers. I don't actually remember what he said, but it was something along the lines of, yeah, hey, yeah. fuckers. <laughs> um, Fucking he says, Gary up in here. <laughs> nah, fuck <laughs> off, blue.
1: <laughs> you okay?
0: No. <laughs> um, so Sang shows up um, with uh, an unfortunate prisoner. That's right. You'll have a hard time disarming that one. It'll blow the second some stupid jerk touches it. Burn cloud. Only a Shinra exec can set up or disarm the emergency plate release system. Shut your (laughs) hole! I agree with Barrett. Classic Barrett. I agree with Barrett. That's Aerith up there, though. Yeah, you might just make me injure our special guest. Aerith! Oh, you know each other. How nice you can see each other one last time. You should thank me. Uh, he's kind of gloats a little bit about us, and he calls her the last ancient one? Is yep, that it? The last remaining ancient. The last remaining ancient. The last remaining ancient. Oh, this is more of that good, good uh, exposition. Sweet, sweet exposition. It's taken us a long time, but now I can finally report this to the president. So she's the last ancient, which means that they've captured all the other ancients, or killed them. Or she's the last in a line of ancients.
1: So... We... Aerith shouts out, um, she's safe.
0: Yep, she's safe, uh, presumably about Marlene, uh, which is really good to hear um, because it's the only time I have felt that maybe Marlene is actually safe and it's
1: when there's an actual like war going on. <laughs> um, the pillar starts exploding. They're kind of running around and being like, what do we do, what do we do? Um, and Barrett finds like a, a wire that he uh, detaches from the pillar and you'll climb up atop Barrett and he ziplines us down. Oh shit. Is that the plate?
0: Once that plate starts coming down, it'll be too late. We gotta hurry. What's up, Barrett? Stop running away, I'm trying- Barrett, what are you doing? Yo, we can use this wire to get out. Yeah. Am I riding, Barrett?
1: <laughs> Holy shit!
0: <laughs> this is my favorite thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh my God.
1: Yep. Holy God. Uh...
0: Uh... I'm not gonna lie, I just assumed everything would be
1: okay and we'd
0: stop the plate from falling.
1: It drops you off um, in the playground. But it's destroyed now. The the play actually did fall on
0: Sector 7. The playground that we initially were having a semi-romantic and very good moment with Aerithon a couple of uh, episodes ago um, is now completely demolished. Very different um, kind of vibe. Like before it was very safe and comfortable. Like, I, it's very symbolic to me to have a place um, that's so innocent, like a playground, like it just symbolizes childhood, um, to suddenly be shattered. Because it just means, like, this is an end to, like, the nice part. Like, now this is war. This is evil. This is bad shit happening. Yeah. Not that it wasn't before. Like, I mean, they describe everything as the slums, like everyone's down on their luck. But, like, it seemed at least this place was safe. And now even this, like, safe place is destroyed and has been besmirched by, by Shinra um
1: this is also kind of the first instance we'll get to this a little more but that cloud kind of pivots from like i'm hired for a job whatever i'll make some money and help out these guys because steve asked me to to i'm in this now yeah
0: he definitely seems to be pissed off that Aerith either as a friend or a romantic interest is taken um regardless you know it doesn't really matter like why you love someone if they're fucked with you want to defend them you want to help like i I get that like doesn't matter if it's my wife or my friends or whatever like i just if someone gets messed with i would want to help out too as much as i can so i really like seeing that side of cloud that more human aspect i think we talk about that human aspect a little bit later as well yeah and um so we have a, a, a little bit of a conversation with Barrett. barrett's obviously extremely distraught holy shit I'm I, sorry, I'm just very shook. I have, like, no fucking... Yeah, I yeah. have no commentary. Nothing witty to say. I'm just very upset right now. Uh. I actually want to destroy Shinra now. Yeah. Oh shit, Barrett, Marlene. No. No, everyone got out, right? Oh my god, no at this point jesse biggs wedge marlene are presumably dead as well as the unfortunate residents of sector seven
1: which is absolutely terrible because they already had a fucking terrible life because of shinra yeah during the cut scene uh, there you can see people like running around panicking you, you get a shot of a cameraman who's kind of talking on the news as the pillars oh, come out. i forgot about that yeah shinra sucks yeah they're not great real bad um one of the things we haven't
0: got to yet, but was part of the plan, was to pin this on Avalanche, and I'm really not looking forward to that.
1: I, oh, I hate it so much. Just, like, ugh. Barrett's freaking out. He's Obviously. like, what was the point of it all? Like, what am I doing this for, essentially? see if Tifa kind of just kind of grabs his
0: attention. She's like, wait, wait, like, Aerith said she's okay. Like, that was her last words. She must have been talking
1: about Marlene. Like, there's still hope. Yeah. So after Barrett kind of calms down a little bit, Tief is like, is this our fault? And Barrett's like, hell no, it's Shinra. Like, this is all Shinra's doing. And I'm not going to stop fighting. And are you with me, Cloud? And Cloud doesn't really say anything and kind of wanders off by himself. Right. And he gets this flash in a voice in his head again saying, In my blood courses the blood of the ancients. I'm the rightful heir to the planet. It's um, got to be Sephiroth.
0: Oh, shit. In my veins, courses is the blood of the ancients. I am one of the rightful heirs to this planet. That's gotta be Sephiroth that said that. Because he just said Sephiroth. <laughs> but also, that's gotta be Sephiroth.
1: It's very Sephiroth-y of him. The very
0: little I know about Sephiroth just screams, yeah, that entitlement. <laughs> that screams
1: Sephiroth. It was triggered by the ancient
0: yeah. um, title
1: that right.
0: was called out on. That flash... Sephiroth has always been this character that's fascinated me, even though I didn't interact with Final Fantasy VII um, aside from Advent Children and Kingdom Hearts I mean he's badass in those things anyway yeah. like he's i've never heard anyone complain actually about him in Advent Children and Kingdom Hearts because it seems like he was pretty on brand for for yeah. what he is i don't remember him being actually a major part of Advent Children until the very end. Like, he was obviously the focus, but not actually physically in it. Right. Which is very interesting because playing the game up to this point, he's been the focus in terms of storyline, but he's not in it. Yeah. Like, he's not there. He's not present. We haven't seen him. I, You know, if if I didn't know what he looked like from this game coming out 23-whatever years ago, I wouldn't know what he looked like. I wouldn't know anything about him, Um, aside from that he was a hero who quit the soldier program as well um so like all of these little pieces I just I hook onto them so hard because it's so exciting to like get that exposition about uh Sephiroth and learn more about what he is so like this blood of the ancients like flowing through my veins like I'm the heir to the planet kind of shit like that just reeks of the kind of like entitlement that a main villain has and the overarching feel of that statement I am the heir to the planet Is so much different than like President Shinra is definitely like a a character motivated purely by greed. He's a very stereotypical, like, bad guy in a a movie, kind of like, I'm the CEO, I'm president. have you seen the Lego movie? I feel like we've talked about this before. I but still have not seen it. Really need to watch it. The villain in it is a guy named President Business. It's silly, right? But, yeah. like, you exactly. totally get what the guy's about, right? Yeah. He's that kind of guy, that, like, very stereotypical thing. He doesn't have the same entitlement to a planet that a real villain has, right? He has an entitlement to money. He has an entitlement to people's lives, it's not the same thing. Like, President Shinra isn't going to be the kind of guy who's like, the ancient blood throws through my blood. I am the heir to this planet. He's the guy who's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to drop a plate on you and steal all of your monies because I suck. So that that is that gives you a lot in a very little bit. Like, in a little section, you get a lot of information there. You're like, oh, okay. Whoever is talking, like, he really sucks. He yeah. deep sucks. He had some issues. He had some issues yeah <laughs> someone's gonna be listening to this and me and like sephiroth issues no, <laughs> no. <laughs> whoever's listening to this and is very amused by me reach out say hi i want to talk to you yeah so we get this little um flash we regain control and at that point kind of did some stuff in wall market not a big deal grab some materia grab some new equipment and then made our way down to elmira's house all right hopefully marlene's here with mama Aerith. elmira Cl- Cloud, wasn't it? Oh, she's going to be so upset. It's about Aerith, isn't it? Sorry, the Shinra have her. I want to be Cloud. What's that? I want to be Cloud. Just it, IRL? You, you be Elmira. All right. <laughs> I know. They took her from here. They were here? That's what Aerith wanted. Why is Shinra... Oh, you th- son of a bitch! <laughs> Jesus. Why is Shinra after Aerith? Turns away. <laughs> Aerith is an ancient. The
1: sole survivor. What'd you say? (laughs) Don't do the voice. We've talked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Lance is encouraging me.
0: We walk into Elmira's house and she's like, oh, it's about Aerith, isn't it? It's like, yeah, we got bad news. And she's like, I know. She was taken from here. She basically says she bargained herself for Marlene's safety. She was like, don't hurt Marlene. Take me instead. Establishing Aerith is
1: pretty good character.
0: Real fucking good. Just basically saying like, don't take the kid, take me, which is fucking... I know it's done a lot. It's always good, though. Yeah. If you're willing to sacrifice yourself for a child, you're fucking A-OK. That's awesome. Unless it's a bad child. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, are there bad children? And then I remembered all of the most, children I've ever children. met. And I'm like, yeah, there sure are. Sure are some stinkers. Um. My niece and nephew are fantastic. They always are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very accurate. Um. So we get... A bit of ex not a bit, we get a dump of exposition from Elmira. It must have been 15 years ago. Looks up into the distance. During the war, my husband was sent to the front. Oh shit, so we're panning up now. That's the elevator animation. (laughs) One day, I went to the station because I got a letter saying he was coming home on leave. So this is pretty incredible. I didn't realize that Elmira wouldn't be her real mom. I wasn't even thinking about that. My husband never came back- oh no! I went to the station every day. Then one day, oh, so, okay, my assumption was wrong. I was assuming that the father was going to bring Aerith back from the front. But that's Aerith and what looks like a mother dying. Her last words were, please take Aerith somewhere safe. My husband never came back. I had no child. I was lonely. So I decided to take her home with me. One day she sees a dying woman who looks exactly like uh, an older Aerith uh, kind of dying outside of a train platform. There was some weirdness there like no one seemed to care but also like from what I've seen of this place like yeah that's on brand. At that point Elmar is like hey I was I was lonely. My husband was gone. I didn't have kids of my own. I just I didn't know what else to do so I took her and she says that she and Aerith became very close quickly um, and Aerith seemed to have an uncanny knack for kind of understanding people's feelings and like being able to sense things. I really like Aerith. I, she's going up a lot. Like, every time we play this game a little bit more, she just, like, keeps scaling. She told me how she escaped from some kind of research laboratory, and that her mother had already returned to the planet. I didn't know what she meant. I asked if she meant a star in the sky. But she said it was this planet. She was a mysterious child in many ways. Um, And then shortly after that, Sang shows up at the house and is trying to basically bargain with Aerith to come back with him. Oh, so this is saying again, right? Mm -hmm. We want you to return Aerith to us. We've been searching for her for a long time. No, never. Aerith, you're a very special child. You are of a special blood. Your real mother was an ancient. The ancients will lead us to a land of supreme happiness. Aerith will be able to bring happiness to all of those in the slums. That is why Shinra would like Aerith's cooperation. Aerith does not want to go back to the lab. She doesn't want to be part of Shinra. She doesn't want to be controlled by them she just wants to be like a normal little girl it seems like this is where i'd like to talk a little bit about ancients sure um i think this is the appropriate spot so i was thinking that ancients were um like a spiritual thing like more of a like like not human sure i think they might be more like an actual like an ancient race of people that had descendants and then they're like kind of separate from humanity so like from the same tree yeah like different branches on the same trunk sure kind of thing so like that Aerith looks and is similar to a human but is not a human and she's the last literally just the last leaf on the branch on the trunk kind of thing of this tree so she is cut from the same cloth as humans but not quite human um that's my my kind of guess at what an ancient is um don't obviously don't tell me if I'm (laughs) right or wrong but uh yeah I think that's kind of how I feel about ancients now yeah how do you feel about that? About me feeling? Um, it's, uh, you literally can't it, say it anything, makes sense. can you? <laughs> it's,
1: I, I can't find fault with it.
0: All right. Um, yeah. At that point, we kind of uh, start leaving the uh, flashbacks to Eris' childhood and learn that
1: Marlene is in fact safe and asleep upstairs. Elmira has this moment where she talks to Eris and she's like, How can you leave this girl oh, God, alone yeah. by herself? what kind of a father are you which
0: also like yeah same <laughs> um but like i also get barry's position he's because he he defends himself and i think he did a good job saying like i love marlene and that's why i won't give up despite like be, it's for her like i'm yeah. I'm not fighting for me i'm fighting for the planet which is for her future how in the world did you ever leave a child alone like that oh shit i mean um, no i 100 agree with elmira yeah. if you reference this podcast you'll understand that i don't believe that they should allow marlene to you know run a bar bar. in a terrorist organization in the slums my apologies um hot take i do like seeing this more human side of barrett though this is like the first time he's been something other than just an angry angry guy yeah Yeah. or like you know like kind of just uh mad at the world he's like a dad you gotta understand something. I don't got any answers. I want to be with Marlene, but I gotta fight. Oh, fuck, Barrett! don't break my heart. If I don't, the planet's gonna die. Don't go breaking my heart. The planet's gonna die. Uh, Barrett runs upstairs. Uh, we talked to Tifa and um elmira very briefly and they're obviously both feeling like absolute shit so we ran upstairs yeah. and um marlene says something to the effect uh oh, i can't remember what she said but she said something that basically made me choose oh, between oh, oh, yeah. Arith and she
1: says um erith talks about you a lot i think she likes you
0: yeah and you're just like oh yeah i hope so <laughs> the options were like i hope so and like oh i don't know about that or something yeah. i chose i hope so because like I wasn't thinking of it romantically. I was like, well, I fucking, she better like me. I'm about to go storm a power company to save her. So yeah. <laughs> we better be friends. But yeah. I, I think that might have tipped my
1: relationship balance yeah. towards Mar- Eric. Marlene bit. responds, uh, <laughs> I won't tell Tifa. <laughs> yeah. Which just. Cementing still... Marlene as the be- just the best wingman. I was
0: literally about to say the exact same thing yeah. as you said. Marlene is pure wingman yep.
1: 101. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's fun. what happened next well barrett says you're going after Aerith, aren't you and you're like yeah oh right this
0: was i actually did want to touch on this point a little bit because um he's like i want to come i'm gonna help like this is you know, we're all in this together now. And this was, like, a little bit of a bro moment between Cloud and Barrett. Like, not, like, showing a ton of emotion, but both of the It's no longer a transaction. Like, their interactions are not transactions anymore. Like, their interactions are those of people who are united for the same cause, right? So, like, I think this is going to be a big turning point in Cloud's relationship with Avalanche, and it's no longer... (laughs) It's no longer a um I'm paying you to do this I'm paying job. you to do this thing and cuz like, oh yeah, I, I I don't fucking care about the planet. I don't care about Shinra. I don't care about Avalanche. I just care about getting paid. Getting paid. paid.
1: Cuz you know, the Cloud story.
0: <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> um, I did like this little human relationship connection that Barrett and Cloud have because it actually feels like their relationship is advancing and growing, which yeah. is cool. Um, And, like, this is the first time that Barrett and Cloud really have an interaction without one of them being kind of shitty to the other. Yeah. Uh, We run downstairs at that point, and uh, you're kind of forced to run out the door to trigger the next thing. You leave uh, Marlene with Elmira. Thank God someone is finally taking care of Marlene. Yeah, for real. This place is dangerous now. You better go somewhere else. Elmira's just a fucking way station for lost children at this point. How do we get to the Shinra building? There ain't no train that goes up there anymore. Tifa uh, is, also says something uh, to the effect of, You're going after Aerith. Like, I'm coming with you. Oh, let's head to Walmart. Maybe we can find something to help us out. Penny is like, Yes,
1: my favorite place.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. I'm going to say Chris is going to cut in some audio here, but I know you're going to be a dick uh, and not. So You, you know me. <laughs> oh. To Walmart!
1: I don't want to go to
0: Walmart. Yet. So I, I did happen to notice your new Don Corneo tattoo. What's that about? Oh, do you like that? <laughs> So we uh, decided we need to go to Wall Market, which is, which is super cool. Uh, we go to Wall Market, and so I did actually take a side and be like, I want to go see if I can kill the Don. Because, like, last time I saw this fucker, he threw me into a sewer and tried to rape some of my friends. So, like, fuck this guy. Let's go kill him. Um, found Koch, tied up, left him. Yeah, so he was in the uh, BDSM sex dungeon, and... No, I don't want to tie that to BDSM, actually, (laughs) because BDSM is an admirable practice if you're into it. Found him in the dungeon. Found him in the sex dungeon. And um, he was like, help me. Like, I was just following the Don's orders. I had a brief breakaway with Chris where I was like, hey, like, should we help him? Like, do I get anything if I help him? Uh, Chris refused to answer. So I was like, yeah, fuck him. He's not worth it anyway. I still would have killed him if given the chance. I just really want to reiterate that point. (laughs) Like, fuck that guy. Fuck everyone who works with the Don. Fuck the Don. He's garbage. Um, I then went to the right of the... Is it a palace? is like, mansion, manor yeah, kind sure. of thing?
1: As you're running by it, some kids are like, hey, check this out, and they kind of run off this side path. The kids are like, hey, look at this wire. Like, you can climb up it. And, like, there's
0: a little kid, like, at the bottom, and he's like, it's too high. Like, I don't want to climb it. And that's your signal that, like, oh, you should climb this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barrett's like, hey... We can go up this to get to the upper plate. Um, Chris did help me a little bit at this section, as, like, you're going to want to go back to the item shop real fast. Yeah. Hey! You're going up the plate. Are you going to sell me something you just found? I repaired him.
1: I can't, you can't keep, if we need, (laughs) listen. (laughs) It's easier for people to follow if there's different voices for different people, right? No, I just want you to do all the voices now. Why do I gotta need batteries to climb up to the plate? I'll do the other guy, you could be clapped. How about a hundred gil for each? All right, I'll take them. I think you're full of it. All right, I'll take them. I think you're full, all right, I'll take them. <laughs> Just like zoom, zoom back and forth. <laughs>
0: So uh, we went and grabbed some batteries from uh, one of the people at the uh, weapon shop and um, made our way back up to the wire, climbed the wire. That was a headache. Um, It was fine up until the swinging part. (laughs) Yup. Really didn't like the swinging part.
1: Looks like the only way is to jump onto that bar. Should make it if I jump before it comes too close. Use okay to jump. Which could be any button. who fucking knows jump too soon oh okay all right i'm getting it now jump too soon should make it if i jump before it comes too close use okay to jump jump too soon (laughs) i fucking hate swings swings
0: bad so if i jump too soon that means it wasn't close enough jump too soon (laughs) i fucking hate this and finally we make it to kind of the top area. And as we climb over, we get a back view of Cloud staring up at Shinra Corporation. This is essentially the cover. Of course, in this view, you also see Barrett and Tifa as well. Right. Um, but it's, it's very similar uh, aesthetically to just that that iconic image of the the silent protagonist <laughs> 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 of, uh, of Cloud reaching kind of for his buster sword while staring up at Shinra Corp, which was very cool because it kind of just like made everything feel very cyclical. I love when the marketing materials for something are included in the the thing it just makes it feel very intentional i love intention in games movies books um i just love when someone gives enough of a shit to be
1: like this is what we're gonna do and this is why so we get to the upper plate we see the shinra building and barrett's like let's bust in and you get a choice you can
0: either fucking bust in or you can find another way tifa seems to be more of a fan of uh, sneak in quietly. Barris just like let's fucking murder as many people as we can. Shit, cool cutscene. So this is Shinra, right? Yeah, this is the Shinra Inc. building. And that must be the helicopter that sang in Aerithan.
1: I can only assume. Yeah. Big old been. helicopter. Sucker. Got him. <laughs> Got him. You ought to know this building well. Not really. Now that I think about it, this is the first time I've ever been to the headquarters. I heard about this place before. Every floor above the
0: 60th is special and not easy to get to, even for employees. Must be where they took Aerith. Security's pretty light right now. All right, let's go. Wait a second. You're not thinking of just going right through the main entrance, are you? We totally were. <laughs> <laughs> what else does it look like? I'm going to kick some Shinra butt and... That's not going to work. We've got to find another way.
1: Like how Tifa's the only one who has any idea what's going on. Hey, Cloud, what should we do? Let's bust on in. Let's sneak in quietly. Let's bust on in. Let's sneak in quietly. Let's, (laughs) let's, 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 let's bust, let's sneak in quietly. quietly. Not gonna lie, definitely on
0: Barrett's side. But for the sake of this game, I knew that if we busted in, we probably are gonna have a bad time. I figured we'd get arrested or, like, have to, like, figure our way out of a prison cell that was just, like, an extra, like if you choose this, this is what's going to happen, kind of like dungeon penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played a couple of games where that's happened, where it's just like, yeah, you can do this, but you're going to get arrested, thrown in jail, and then you have to fight your way out, or figure your way out. And it's just sure. an unnecessary headache. So I was like, all right, let's, let's just go up. So I chose the option to sneak
1: in quietly. We saved the game. And that's where we uh, figured it out. Yeah, that's where we ended today um i did want to ask you something so we've gotten up to this point you've had exposure to sephiroth outside of final fantasy 7 like you've seen him yeah. in Kingdom Hearts, you've seen him in advent children he's kind of a figure who you kind of get a little bit of personality from outside of this game if you didn't have any exposure to sephiroth outside of this game what would you be thinking right now i don't think i would have had any
0: connection that sephiroth is probably the voice in your head i've kind of doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on like that voice is Sephiroth <laughs> yeah. and it's very apparent just because of what I'm the unfortunate bits I do know about Final Fantasy 7 lore at this point I would think that Sephiroth is a fucking hero and we're trying to like find him to join forces probably like I would almost maybe think that he was even the leader of Avalanche it wouldn't surprise me if Sephiroth had been the person running the show Hmm. I, I think I would have firmly believed that Shinra and the Shinra organization were the true villains of the piece. And they might be still in a in a degree, but I, I know that ultimately it's going to be Sephiroth that we have to fight and defeat. Sure. Um, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. So we are now a little ways into this game. Uh, I've had a lot of feelings. How are you feeling? I know you wanted this to happen for so long. Yeah. How? Is, I uh... just wanted to do a little, a little crisp check-in on... How you're enjoying oh, playing the game? How you're enjoying my reactions and how, like, how you're feeling about this whole thing?
1: I'm feeling real good. Um, the further we get, the more anticipation I get for uh, the next thing. What you're going to be encountering? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm just, uh, and and the more you're enjoying it, the more I'm like, he's gonna like this. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, so that's really exciting. I've always wanted to create something. Um, or do something creatively and produce something and put it out in the world. So that's another side of this. That's really awesome. It's really awesome. That has been really cool to, um, I mean, I
0: know we're, we're in our infancy, so just, I don't mind breaking the kind (laughs) of the fourth wall or whatever. So like, you know, at the point of this recording, we just released our our first two episodes or not even, we released episode zero and episode one uh, last week. And we've had really positive feedback. You know, it, it's small numbers, we understand that, but it's so much bigger than we anticipated we would be at, and we're so much further into this kind of creative endeavor, I think, both of us, than we thought we would actually really get with it, and it's just been, yeah. aside from playing a really awesome game with my best friend, this has been really cool, just to, like, have people be like, hey, you, this is fun, like, at first it was, like, my mom and my brothers, and you know, my sister, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, and then, you know, it was a coworker, and then it was a coworker's friend, you know, and then it's like, wow, this is, like, these are people who don't owe me anything, you know, who, don't, who aren't, who aren't beholden into yeah, saying, yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, like Nadia, I know you're listening. She's not beholden to say <laughs> she'd love me.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> um, I, I really have been enjoying kind of putting ourselves out there. It was terrifying at first, um, but it's been, it's been really cool. Um, yeah. My yeah. wife says I just kind of light up like a little, little little Christmas tree every time I uh, see that, you know, we've gotten another listener, things like that. It's It's been really cool for me as well. Yeah. In terms of the game, though, uh, what's it like watching someone who's never played the game before <sighs> kind of
1: bumblefuck their way through it? Like I am, it, it's really good. Um, Is it frustrating
0: at all? It's no, gotta be to no, a no, degree, no. right?
1: No, no, it really isn't. I I really enjoy hearing all your theories. yeah i bet those are fucking hilarious yeah they're really good um and because i don't know 90 percent of the rest of the world who enjoys rpgs at this point has been exposed to it i've never been in this position hearing somebody who doesn't have any context go through it. right so
0: really cool i'm learning more and more too that when i like, I know when we did episode zero, the the recording, um, I was kind of joking about how like, oh, yeah, I know everything about this game. yeah, And but like, to a degree, I thought I did know way more than I know. And not just like the minutiae, like I didn't really know like what Don Corneo was, for instance. And, you know, I I keep learning so much more lore that's actually really good you know like i assumed i was gonna like this game because there's a reason so many people like it and so many people talk about it and why it's being remade and why that remake has been anticipated and i've been really enjoying learning it and experiencing especially experiencing it with you because
1: things that you like i understand more now you know what the best part of this is too what's that the the game doesn't stop opening up the entire time you play all 70 hours it's gonna just be layers
0: yeah it's it's like i feel like i've only scratched the surface at where we're at and you know like I don't know, I don't have a frame of reference for how far in we are, but I know the original game was three discs, and I feel like we're maybe not even a quarter of the way into the first disc, and uh, so I have no frame of reference of, like, when it's gonna, when the beginning, middle, and end is, and it just feels like there's constantly more to learn and constantly more to do. After we finish, you know, the first run through of this game for the podcast, I'm excited to go back and try to 100% the game and watch Advent Children and maybe play that uh, prequel that I didn't know existed. Yeah, Christ Crisis Core. Yeah. Um, and, and do... Get to the remake. Oh, yeah, I, fuck I the wanna... remake. We just we uh, just had the demo drop for, what, last week? Yeah. I did watch the uh, YouTube video of someone doing the gameplay against the Guard Scorpion. Um, yep. Barrett's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. He's really?
1: so over the top.
0: Uh, it's so good, though. Like, it's really good. I'm very excited to see
1: kind of where we keep going with this. Yeah. With that, Chris, do you have any final thoughts for the day? Uh, you know what? If anyone's listening, if you've made it this far, I'd really be interested in hearing uh, who you think Kenny's going to... on a date um, when we get to that point i would love to know what that means (laughs) um yeah so maybe uh tweet us leave a comment on the facebook page
0: even on our website uh there's a contact form that goes directly into our uh email so yeah drop drop chris a note uh he's probably going to be the one reading all those just in case uh there's some spoilers that slip through but um yeah slip us a note and uh let us know who i'm gonna end up dating
1: question mark yeah
0: all right Thank you so much for listening to First Encounter, a Spilled Potion production. If you want to learn more about the show or get in contact with us, you can find us online at www.spilledpotion.com. There you can find links to our social media, listen to more episodes, and read a little bit more about us, as well as get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, this is usually the part where I tell you where we're playing to. Unfortunately, this is as far as we've gotten. We're currently stuck at Shinra headquarters because of the coronavirus. Uh, Due to this virus that's currently, you you guys know what's going on. You've all heard it. Um, Chris and I are maintaining social distance. We're not hanging out. We're not recording. um, And part of what makes this podcast really special for us is the act of actually hanging out together while we record. And we decided that we just didn't want to kind of step on the integrity of how that, uh, that dynamic usually plays out. And so we've chosen to instead have a special episode for next uh, for the week after next. So we're going to get together, uh, record a little bit uh, through a you know Zoom or Google or something like that, uh, just discussing what's coming up for the podcast, uh, maybe what we want to do in the future and some other uh, fun tidbits. So we'll hope you join us. Um, we really hope we're going to only have to do one or two of these before that you know we can maybe, see each other again, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. So we thank you all for sticking by with us and, uh, we'll, we'll see you next time.